Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's NFL football and uh, what an NFL podcast we've got for you. Guests galore. Sometimes they're there, sometimes they're not. But when they are, they're the finest of guests you'll ever find. Join me and my glamorous co-host and our host of guests as we delve into what was last week's games and what's this week's games. So yeah, there's a, you know we're going to do that. Uh, YouTube watchers, uh, do subscribe. And if you're not a YouTube watcher, jump over, check out the video. While you're there, give us a little subscribe. So here we go. This is CookieCast. Laces out. Go. Well, I'll press record before I said go. So the start of this podcast will just be me going, go. Uh, yep, and that's the way I roll in the world of podcasting because I'm so good at it and I definitely don't lose audio all the fucking time. Hello and welcome to Yorkshire's number one. NFL-based podcast, Laces Out. Today, I am joined by what what was seen online is apparently the g- most glamorous co-host, Mr. Paul Williams. His esteemed colleague, Mr. Stuart Woodmansey. And all the way from down the lane, the friendliest giant of them all, the JFG. Hello to you all, hello. sirs. Hello, hello. Good evening. Good evening. evening. So here it is. It is NFL podcast time. It's NFL football. It's NFL. And as we know, that stands for something about football. It's been an interesting old week. Um, anybody who's watching us online on YouTube, all of our YouTube subscribers, which you are one of them, um, will see that although we've got a plethora of guests, co-hosts, and so on and so forth, cross cross purpose podcast, we've got another co-host tucked away in the corner there, in case our first co-host has a flat tire. Who knows? Um, the stats mistress. <laughs> Uh, burnt herself out producing this week's stats. She screeched in at the wire and collapsed. So, uh, is not here because she thought it would make the place a bit untidy. Uh, but, although she did screech in sideways at the end, she has provided stats, which I have sent to these lovely gentlemen here to share. Because I'm a sharing, caring kind of guy. So, uh, week six just gone. Week seven, just just there, I can see it just creeping over the horizon. Paul, what what have we got? Yes, to start, what have we got to start with? My mind's all over. How do we do this one? What is it? Last week in the NFL, or is it? Well, 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 you, well usually it would be to go through the various ins and outs of people's season-long predictions, but as uh, as we've got two returning guests. Old hands, some might say. 
Um, I, you, you already know how bad they are. I need to issue uh, a formal apology. We here at CookieCast would like to apologise to Colin Wright for anything that we may have said about the fact that it took him four days to respond to a text message which was the day after we'd done the podcast. Um, <laughs> unfortunately for him, it wasn't me playing him this week. It was me playing his other counterpart in the sin bin. And we'll come to that one in a minute. Gentlemen, Mr. Williams, did you ever win this week? Oh, no. No wins. No, no. Mr. Woodman. Uh, Cole decided that he uh, not only would he sass, sass us by uh, not turning up on the podcast, he'd sass me by uh, handing me my ass. Oh my, uh, Mr. Woodmancy. Uh, what 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 is this win thing you uh, talk about uh, ever? Yeah, I've got a theory. Go on. I've got a theory. A couple of years ago, before you joined the league, you heard a phrase known as the hashtag reverse undertaker. And I think it got you very excited. So you've obviously gone for that this season, yeah? That that was the season before I joined. Because it yeah. was when I was starting, starting to get into it by exactly. listening to you guys and then hearing Paul cry about it on a weekly basis. Cry, now, cry about it. Yeah, and, and now I entirely feel that pain. I went to bed on Sunday night because, you know, obviously I wasn't staying up late, some lunatic, and um, thinking, oh, I'm not in a bad position this week, this could go either way, yeah? and then still lost by 20 points. Despite the fact that uh, I was playing uh, Toots and he left, I'm, I'm just going to highlight this because he beat me anyway, so he could have beat me worse. He, d- he did leave Jefferson from the Vikings on his bench, so he had a, a big fat 30 points on his bench in one player, which is a bit of a Oh, one, but hindsight wow, 2020 and all that. Mm. I went with uh, rather than play my backup quarterback in period, I thought let's stick for Mr. Rogers, and uh, yeah, that worked out ever so well, didn't it? Oof. To be honest, there's, there's no shame in playing Aaron Rodgers in any fantasy league, as he's, he's no. due one of them games once, once every like eight years or something but when when like the, the Packers were playing against like the Buccaneers you'd have thought that that would be a tougher game for them than possibly the Colts against the Bengals so maybe I should have gone with that but yeah. it's all it's all in the past now I'm you know I'm still undefeated and been defeated if that's a thing this is what it is Sarah, Sarah likes to remind me Sarah likes to remind me it's only a game um, usually when I'm getting cross about <laughs> losing. <laughs> <laughs> Always helps, doesn't it? Always helps. Oh yeah. It's it's the best it's the best one when uh, someone just tells you, Oh don't get wound up about it. Oh cheers, yeah, thanks fucking very much. <laughs> the worst thing you can say to somebody is calm down. <laughs> James, did you uh did you have a win? I did, yes. I've uh, 
beginning to turn the season round after a disappointing start. Uh, Kenny and Drake decided to actually, you know, run forward rather than sideways and fall over. <laughs> Sometimes it takes He's players a little while to, uh, to, you know, find a bit of forward momentum. You know, Eli. Hi, but we're getting there. Uh, we're three and three now, creeping on up the uh, on the up the table. We shall see how the see how we go with the Michael Thomas coming back. Oh yeah, nice. You um, so it's a it's a fifty fifty split this week. Uh, I also had a win. Uh, I uh, I took the uh, the squirrel killer, the Sinbin member himself, to school. That's not true. It could have literally gone either way, all the way up to the last minute. <laughs> There was very, it was very much like this. Um, so yes, fifty-fifty split for the week. Paul, what's next on the agenda? Well, we can discuss last week in the NFL, I suppose, or we can go through last week's predictions. Well, it's either stats or predictions. Dealer's choice. You go, you go with what you fancy. And then that will lead us beautifully into the stats. I'm not feeling confident about the predictions this week because I've lost some money um, again. Um, and it, it, you know, one of those it just kind of steamrolls because, like, you, you're like, why have I, why have I, why there's like so many games on, but I've only got so many in the accumulator. Oh, I've missed that. I've missed that game. Okay, maybe I should put another one on. Uh, and then when you when your early games end and you lose your accumulator, never a good you, idea. You then put another one on just just in case. Uh, yeah. So I'm not feeling confident that I will have got any points. Uh, maybe you can enlighten us. Yeah, my connection is absolutely terrible. Oh, he's, he's not there. So, I'm assuming we just ended up deciding to do last week's predictions then. Yes. If you could hear the, us. Uh, yes. My, my thing just decided to not catch me up with any of the sort of stuff that actually been said. So, so, 14 games to pick from. As always, we have in third place, with 8 out of 14 picks correct, is the stats mistress herself. 8 out of 14 though, that's better than halfway. It's pretty good. Halfway for ladies, isn't it? Second place, with 9 out of 14 correct predictions. Is this guy right here? It's for the second. Scratch that. For the third week in a row, taking home the point is Mr. Andrew Cook with ten out of fourteen predictions correctly. 
Very can nice you, work, Andrew. Can you believe it? Andrew moves into an unassailable, well, not unassailable, but uh, a clear lead at this particular point. But these are the ones where it gets a bit muddy because the, the guest gets two picks this week. So, uh, and don't forget, you, you got a head start on us, uh, us guests last week after they binned you off as well. So. Just saying. Sorry, bro. <laughs> not that, you know, competitive, competitive edge not coming out whatsoever, even though I've only a couple of times to see. <laughs> Either Paul's video has frozen or he is frozen in time. Either way, ah, oh, I hoped it was just going to stay like that for the rest, of, the rest of it, and definitely hope that's going to be the thumbnail. It's it's all I've got. Oh, he's, he's not moving on mine. So. He's paused again. He's paused again. Um, it seems like he took a massive, massive glug of tea, and he's now like sat oh. in tea. Oh, uh, messages are coming in, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, apparently, poor internet is to blame. Not. Uh, Oh no, he's back! Yeah. He's back, stop talking about him. This boy needs to pedal faster whilst he's talking. Mm. So, seriously, it sounds to me very much like Stata Clock. <sighs> Luckily for us, four people to do stats. Certainly is. Thirteen stats. Good time dividing those up, because you know, me and maths... We don't do we don't do so good, just like me and the talking. Uh, Stats Mistress, as was, as has already been mentioned, did deliver. Um, only just mine. Might have to have uh, you know words, docker pay and all that. Uh, I tell you, one man who <laughs> did deliver, Nate Davis of USA Today. I tell you, I tell you this much. If anybody ever wants to come back on me and tell me that I give the stats mistress any flack, I tried to do the stats because you know she was she was busy she was she was taking care of business as she does and I attempted to do the stats. I have no idea how she does it. I couldn't even find the freaking website, let alone get the stats together. She, I'm, I'm telling you. It seems like a simple job, a simple job, like speaking, but it's definitely black magic. So, hats off to the stats mistress, even though she's not here today. Indeed, James. So, as always, I took the lion's share, so you all get to listen to me read out loud. That's because you all did something wrong in a previous life. Stat number one. <laughs> from this week is and this one the Giants broke through for their first win of the season the Jets however dropped to 0-6 after getting throttled by Miami the first team to be shut out in 2020 I was talking about this game and I was saying at the point I checked it I saw the score and was like holy shit balls and that was the score it ended on. So it must have been a, a pretty quiet game past the point that they'd gone, well, this is the score we've got, let's just leave it there. Uh, the Colts trailed the Bengals 21-0 uh, 
in the second quarter but stormed back to prevail 31-27. At least one team in all six weeks of this season has summoned at least a 16-point deficit to win. No, not even summoned, it's surmounted. See, me read out loud. Uh, something that never happened in the league's first 100 seasons. You know what Vince McMahon would say to that, don't you? Tune in tomorrow to find out. Number three. The Buccaneers humiliated the Packers 38-10. Aaron Rodgers, who hadn't been intercepted all season, entered the game through two in the span of three passes, including third pick six of his career. Uh, I mean... Wow. As a stat. And my final stat for the week. Tight end. You take, you take that though. You take having three, three interceptions. There's quarterbacks that are playing at the moment that have that in a game. Tight end Rob Gronkowski reached the end zone for the first time since he joined Tampa Bay. I don't know anything about that. I wasn't in a position where I was forced to put Gronk in for the first time this week. And I wasn't happy to see him get some points. Uh, it was Gronk's first touchdown catch since he and Tom Brady last hooked up for the Patriots on the 9th of December 2018. 679 days ago. But is he still 24-7 champion? I'm really out of the loop on it. No, I don't believe. I don't believe <laughs> no. so. Uh, we we I think we'd all hoped that they were going to do some cross uh, cross pollination and he was going to get uh, pinned in the end zone at some point. Paul, if I sent you a stat about the Titans, it's your turn next. Well, Andy, it's funny you should mention that because I have it on good authority. That the Titans' 601 yards of offense in their 42-36 overtime defeat of the Texans was the most in franchise history, besting the previous mark of the 1991 Houston Oilers, who had 583 yards. So not only do they set a new record, they technically do it against the city of the team that they took over. How, how, how rude. How filthy of them. Staying with the Titans, after racking up 212 rushing yards on Sunday, Titans running back Derrick Henry became the first man in NFL history to post a 200-yard effort on the ground in three successive seasons. He is a bad, bad man. Don't know if any of that came through. It did. Keep going. Yeah, I'm getting it. Um, and finally, well, finally in my section at least, Sunday was only the fifth time in the last five regular seasons that Falcons wide receiver Julio Jones had two TDs in one game. He's never had three. So he's still waiting for the hat trick. Will he get it this week? Depends if he's on my bench this week, because uh, that's where he <laughs> likes to score points. Doesn't like it in the lineup. Nah, it's not for him. The bench is the place for him to score points. 
Stuart, if I sent you a stat about John Brown, it's your go you next. Did. You did, but that's not the next one on my list, sir. No, I've scrolled Vikings too far. Quarter... <laughs> Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins now has 20 multi-interception games in his career after throwing three picks on Sunday. But just as you were talking about Rodgers before, <laughs> he did have as many as him in one game. Uh, John Brown became the fifth kicker to score for the Jags this year, connecting on a 31-yard field goal and an extra point. This marked the first time the 27-year-old, who's a former college soccer player, or actual football if you're from this side of the pond, had never attempted a field goal or an extra point during a game at any level of football. I mean, it says any level of football. If you'd have tried a field goal during the soccer career, that might not have gone so well. Um... Patriots wide receiver Julian Edelman, who played quarterback at Kent State, completed two passes in an NFL game for the first time in his 12-year career and appeared more effective than Newton, two interceptions for him, who seemed rusty following his COVID-19 quarantine. I was saying about that on Sunday, Cam looks like he's lost a lot of weight. Like, he looks like he's lost a lot of weight. Like, it was a bit like... You sure you should be there, mate? You don't look all that well. It's odd because all the all the news reports were that he was asymptomatic. It was just a precautionary. Yeah, James, I believe you're up to finish us off. Okay, okay. Would it be really rude to insert an extra stat? Absolutely not at all. Give us as many stats as you like. Okay, so I'll start with the ones I was sent. So the Dolphins rookie to a... I haven't quite worked. I've missed the match. I haven't learned to pronounce his name yet. But it's now two a time. Because he made his NFL debut completing just two throws for a whole nine yards, which will presumably improve in the current climate. Uh, they've just announced, I think, that he's going to take over uh, next week. Uh, Giants QB Daniel Jones. Apparently has finally stopped fumbling constantly. Uh, in order to score a team-high 204 rushing yards after bolting, on, bol- bolting for a career-high 74 on Sunday. Uh, Eli Manning never ran for more than 80 yards in a season. So he's doing quite well on the floor. Throwing is a little bit sketchy. And then the Seahawks, Steelers and Titans are currently our only teams through six games that are unbeaten. The cheeky little start I'd like to sneak in just to prove how old Tom Brady is, he had a lovely little moment with a gentleman called John Runyon Jr. Uh, at the end of their match. And he had a connection with him because he played with his dad, Don R- John Runyon Sr., when he was at Michigan. Uh, old man Brady, seeing the generations through. And he, and he, is, he is old. Um, you know, can't get away from it, can we? As much as we'd like to. As much as we would love to. A uh, few injuries. Um, the first one hits me right here, I'm afraid. So there are a few. It's, a, it's another injury-heavy season. Uh, Ravens running back, Mark Ingram. Suffered an ankle injury when ruled out against the Eagles. Dolphins wide receiver, Devontae Parker, suffered a groin injury. Linebacker, oh shit! <laughs> Camu, Gruger, Hill sustained a broken finger. 
in the Miami win in which the bone poked out of the skin. Hill did not miss much time though as he finished the game after it was stitched and cast. Mm, delicious. Washington wide receiver Antonio Grady Golden was ruled out with a hamstring injury. Jaguars tight end Tyler Ather injured his neck. Broncos wide receiver Deontay Spencer suffered shoulder injuries. Giants wide receiver CJ Board was ruled out with a concussion and neck strain. Board was placed on a stretcher and carted off the field before being taken to hospital for further evaluation. Eagles running back Miles Sanders was ruled out against the Ravens with a knee injury. Tight end Zach Ertz was also ruled out with ankle. Lions offensive lineman Tyrell Crosby exited Sunday's game with dehydration. 49ers running back Raheem Mostert was ruled out of the second half of Sunday night's game with an ankle injury following the game. Coach Carl Shanahan said Mostert tried to return to the game and played one play with the injured ankle and had to return to the bench. Somebody must have told him that I recently picked him up and put him on my team. <laughs> Those are your injuries. Doesn't affect a lot other than fantasy playing or if you are one of those kind and caring people that care about what's going on in the NFL speaking of kind and caring I believe myself I know I did I, I know I did it I sent Mr. Williams my picks for this week uh, I've already uh, mentioned it to these two gentlemen on one side of the screen I don't know how it works about I have a game that I would like to discuss, so I'm preempting that now. Um, I presume Mr. Williams knows the picks he's going to pick. Gentlemen, did you get your picks in? I did, I did, but I want to change one of them, Paul. I'm really sorry. I knew you'd, I knew you'd love that. But it's in the book. Yeah. Yes. It's all written but, out. But it's written out so neatly. But we will come to we will come to why I want to change this shortly. But, but Stuart, it, it, it's very neat. It's a lovely book, I have to say. I'm very impressed. Look, look at the look at the different colours. Well, I'm, it's not like you've got anything else to do. You can just write out <laughs> Cheeky bastard! <laughs> Go on, man. Wow. Go on, ruin my perfectly good book, you son of a bitch. Feel your pain because uh, my uh, work colleagues ruined my calendar for me writing things on and they change it within the half hour to have to write other stuff on. So. I'm trying to work out, I'm trying to see if I can guess where he's made a glaring error. You talk, you're talking about the one I'm going to change or do you want one that Andy wants to Oh, right. do you know what, Stu? Say no more. I've worked out. You, you've realised that you don't want to pick the Bills to beat the Jets. I, I'll make the change immediately. Don't you worry about no. it. It's absolutely not that. How, how, how do you want to do this? Are you going through them in the order you've got them picking the highlights? Um, or do you, want me to, do you want me to just what? spill it right now? Yeah, you might as well just spill it because what, what we've usually done in, in weeks past is rather than go through each game individually, it's just sort of pick out the yeah. ones that sort of stand out the most. Really. Yeah. Okay. So, just just paint paint a picture. So, getting you know Andy asked if I want to be on. All fine with that. Said about getting the uh, the picks in, nice and organised. All good with that. 
And then I sent him a text before the Cowboys were absolutely dog shit last night. <laughs> so I am fully aware that they're playing Washington, but I am ch- I'm changing that pick. So I, I'm going to pick the football team to beat America's football team. I'm with you on that one. I think Washington is going to get that, and it's going to be it's going to be like twelve points to ten or something filthy like that. <laughs> Just be like a three nil ball fest. <laughs> Paul, have you got any major games standing out? It's a bit of a it's a bit of a weird week games wise. You're looking at a lot of them, and like if you use pickums, like I put all of my picks into Pickums and then when I send them through to you I use Pickums on the iPad and then I can text them to you no problems the way Pickums does it is it gives you the how your pick lines up with what everyone else has picked and like for this week the lines are like full like full green full green like every now and then like one game's like a tiny little slither on the other team and stuff there's a there is a particular game I do want to discuss, but have, there, have you got anything that you're seeing as a standout game this week? Well, obviously the the, the schedulers have, have decided again that clearly no one cares about Thursday night football. I mean, they probably would have cared about it last week if it had been on Thursday, but it seems though like they rescheduled Thursday for a for a Monday then uh, that's fair enough. Um, but yeah, Thursday Night Football, Giants versus Eagles, none of us can see anything other than what can I can only assume be a rather large Eagles win. As you long as like, a team makes it far enough without injuries. Yeah, yeah. It, it just seems as if like, I, I don't know, I, obviously I don't watch the game in full, but it just seems like, Wentz just ran out of minutes on the on Sunday against the Ravens. Whereas if the game had lasted like maybe another fifteen minutes, they might have been able to get something there. Um, I'm assuming, Andrew, that you may be uh, discussing the fact that we've got two of the undefeated sides going up against each other in the Steelers versus the Titans. I'd seen that. Uh, you know, it's one of these that we have. To, uh, you know. As with everything, you know, there has to be a winner and there has to be a loser. So there is that that will be decided. You know, one team is going to take a loss out of that. But that's not the game in question. The game I want to discuss is the last game of the week, according to Pickham's, at least. Yeah, Monday. There's rounds. Mm. So on paper, because I came, I came to pick this and my instinct was to go a particular way because I looked at the two teams and went... Well, one's not very good, and the other one's slightly better, so it's it's clear to pick. And as I went like that, my eyesight zeroed in on some numbers. How the fuck are the Bears five and one? <laughs> what is going on? Now it's the combined powers of Trubisky and the Foles. They're just yeah, elite. Now, I did say, I believe I said last week that if there is one quarterback out there that is dangerous, it's absolutely Nick Foles. 
So they, you know, they they brought him out at a point, well, a week before last, to hand down win a game, and that's what he did. He is so fast. He gets the ball, he throws the ball, he gets the ball, he throws the ball, and and the reaction time is so quick that he is dangerous in that position. So if he'd have been in from day one. I'd, I'd find it an easier time to play. But I, I saw those numbers and was like, how are they 5-1? and one? So I actually really struggled to make a pick at the end of it. I was, I was very much like, um, any other standout games? Just going, just briefly going back to the Steelers Titans game. I'm I'm in the minority because I'm the only one who thinks that Derrick Henry shouldn't be messed with at the minute. I agree, but there's the fact that Derrick Henry. It, it's very much a Christian McCaffrey situation. Derrick Henry is one man on one team. The Steelers are. Oh. On on another podcast I was listening to, ta- uh, there was there was discussion of Tannehill in an uh, MVP level at the moment. So I feel that I feel that's a stretch. Oh yeah, massively. But he's certainly playing well at the minute. Mm. So but, I don't think that's as cut and dry as obviously you four do. But there's a lot of other names for that MVP spot. Oh um, yeah, big time. If Wilson doesn't walk uh, away with that... Seahawks-Cardinals could be a good game. Mm, tasty little game. Again, there's, there's only one person in the, in the group who thinks that the Cardinals have got a chance. There may be a small clue on the screen mm. for anyone watching. Just, just being a bit of a homer on that one. Anything else that stands out massively... I might have booked the trend on this one because I'm just looking at the the Pickham layout, and I think it's the one that you've changed your mind on, Stu. Um, Pickham is absolutely saying that the Cowboys are going to win that game, um, but I I believe I have gone with uh, Washington Football Team. Well, I'm, when I when I went to make that pick, obviously there'd been the whole thing about Dak and his injury the week before, and like what was going to happen. Double and, and then, yeah, then then Andy Dalton happens, <laughs> and I was, I was like, uh, I just no, just no. The the fact that was it they, they posted ten points against that, so I was just like, nah, I'm just not happy about it. And it just there's just something. I felt that they would do a lot better in that game, and I just I've just lost confidence in them now as, as an actual pick. I thought Dalton, yeah, he's he's no Dak, but you'd think he'd be a competent guy with that many weapons to throw to. Maybe. <laughs> The only thing I'd say for the Cowboys is I can't see a situation where Zeke's going to have as bad a game as he had last week. And if he, gets, if he gets going, he's the sort of back that can have a 200-yard game and just absolutely blitz Washington to pieces. 
So it'll be interesting to watch anyway. Well, I say interesting. It'll be, it definitely won't be anyone's pick on game pass. Let's put it up. Has anybody got any? Uh, any? Uh, Jesus. Has anybody got any other business for this here week? Nothing for me. No, all good. Fantastic. Thank you very much to uh, the hostess with the mostess, the stats mistress. She's not here, but she did a bit. Mr. Woodmancy, thank you very much. And the, uh, the friendliest giant in town, the JFG. Thank you all for joining me. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedules. And that is uh, that is going to be week seven. <laughs> Practically over. Thank you very much, gentlemen. I appreciate it greatly. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Hi. So there we go. What do you think to that? Another one done. Huge thank you to our guests. It's always appreciated when people come on. And a uh, big thank you to uh, James and Stu. YouTube watchers, uh, if you haven't subscribed, uh, if you could, that would be amazing. Helps the channel out. Uh, and obviously, it's a big help. EveryJumpOfTheCookieCast.com. Check us out over there. Send us some form of uh, love, whether it's social media, email. Send us your pics and we'll add them onto our list. And then you can go up against us and see who wins. So that's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye.